Hello and welcome to Super Saturday as a comic book media podcast where each episode we will be focusing on your favorite comic books, TV shows, and movies to figure out if these projects will stand the test of time. I'm Damon A and on today's episode I'm joined by... Hi, I'm John. <laughs> Good to have you on the show, John. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Of course, of course. Well, on today's episode we will be talking about Nightwing leaping into the light. So, without further ado... On with the show. All right. Well, like I said, John, thanks for hopping on here. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Of course. Uh, John is a really good friend of mine that we've known each other since like high school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was sophomore because I still had my long, I still had my long blonde hair. So sophomore year, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was a senior or junior. Yes, you were a junior. Yeah, you I was a junior. junior. Mm-hmm. But all right. So before we get into today's episode talking about Nightwing, I have a new segment that I have been not really keeping up on soups. So my bad. But we have some fucking comments so let's get into some comments all right so these two comments are coming from our episode that we had with jake voigt talking about our top three picks for greatest comic books movie scores so the first one comes from a regular commenter and viewer the milkman channel his comment was love the episode and the episode idea as an avid film watcher i've always said a good score makes or breaks a movie my personal favorite superhero theme would be from the Batman, or I also really like the Ant-Man theme from the first movie. It's not really a theme, but to me, it is. But New York's only Spider-Man from Miles Morales' video game. That song goes hard. Honestly, I those are some solid picks. They are. Those are some solid picks. I fucking love the Batman's uh, score. I know I already talked about it with like Jake Voigt and everything, but like that shit... It's, it's fucking horrifying with like the, the dun 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 dun. John, do you listen to the movie scores? Not in my spare time, but I usually listen to it obviously when I watch the movie. But most of the time, my music is like Midwest emo and things like that. Actually, speaking of which, I'm wearing one of my favorite bands hoodies right now. <laughs> What's the band? Free Throw. Free Throw. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of Free Throw very good they're kind of, they were they did a show with hot mulligan about last year and i went to the show and it was so good okay cool i'll look into it after this episode all right well we've got one more from hope i don't picture this uh omesh singh um due to the fact that the comment was primarily listing their oh yeah guys we're hearing uh daenerys the sound engineer she's um at it again she she has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Okay. But Omesh listed off their favorite scores. And honestly, I already responded to it on the YouTube. But really solid picks. So thank you guys for commenting. Now, I got a question for you, John. Okay. Cute. What was your first exposure to Nightwing? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not too sure. I think it was the animated show when he was robin when he was like like he wasn't he was like older robin i can't remember the name of it i think it was like but was it batman the animated series 
maybe it may have been that but i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head it was an older it's an older show and he was like he had like the slick back hair and it was dick grayson because it wasn't he was like the older just before he became nightwing but he wasn't like little robin you know oh so he was like going to college yeah yeah he was like still kind of robin but he was like cool i guess yeah i was like all right you know and I, i absolutely loved that show growing up and I never really, I didn't get much into the comics until maybe like a few years back. And then after that, just kind of like exploded. Okay. Okay. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that was Batman the Animated Series. And I want to say that was my first time. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was my first time with Nightwing. I don't know. I would say it might have been that, or it might have even been uh, the. Joel Schumacher movies. I know that like he played Robin, but like his suit was basically the Nightwing suit, but with like a red logo. Yeah. So like I don't know. I would say, yeah, that was my first like time seeing Nightwing and everything was on Batman the Animated Series. I'd argue. I also remember there was this game that was like based off the animated series called Batman Rise of uh, Shinzu. I think. And you got to play as, like, every member of the Bat family. And I remember, like, playing as, like... All right. So, you know, since we're talking about Nightwing, I would say my favorite things about Nightwing would have to be, aside from, like, the voluptuous big booty. Everybody, oh, yeah. Everybody talks about that all the fucking time. Let's get it out the way. Let's get it out the way. Everybody knows Nightwing has a big ass. Dude, it's the gymnastics, man, you know? It he is. Knew, he was predestined to have that juicy booty. 100%. Honestly, it's the fact that even in this story, they kind of called attention to it when, like, Barbara... Yeah, yeah when yeah. Barbara was like, I mean, you're wearing the tightest costume that we... Like, like the tightest costume on the team. I was like... <laughs> I was like, they did it! They did it! And they acknowledged it! Literally! Like, you know, I, I hey, it was great. And then I even had, like, a little Nightwing figure uh, soups for the people who aren't watching the YouTube. There's, like, a little Nightwing on my, like, microphone. Even the little Nightwing figure has a booty. <laughs> it, it's predestined it is predestined i would say my, my but like you know my favorite things about nightwing is that nightwing is such a fun character and it's kind of like a breath of fresh mm, maybe he's like yeah yeah no i'd say this he's like a breath of fresh air when it comes to batman's darkness you have nightwing who's like a beacon of hope but he still can be just as dark as batman and maybe even just as tense as intense but it's like Dick Grayson slash Nightwing is Batman's biggest success as like a father figure and as a hero. The fact that he adopted Dick Grayson with the intention of giving him the opportunity to like not go down the path that he went down and it turning out so fucking well. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think I'd say he's like one of Batman's biggest successes and something about that is I think that's one of the most interesting things that really draws me into the character. Uh, what would you say is like one of your favorite things about him? Uh, I would definitely like like when he gets serious, like when he has his darker stories and things like that, where everything's just kind of like he's a bit moodier, and um, he's still, but you still see that like boy wonder ray of sunshine kind of like not even ray of sunshine, just like that hope he has, and that even like um. Even in the in the book, you see that everybody just genuinely cares about him, like way more than themselves. Like when he g- goes into um, his like 
newfound sister when he breaks into his newfound sister's house spoiler alert by the way <laughs> um even like when he's not able to contact like barbara to let him know or let her know that he's okay he's everybody's still like converging on his position like ready to help him within like a moment's notice and it's like it's really interesting and it's people from everywhere like it's it's so interesting just to see like how much genuine like hope and and respect they have for nightwing mm. and i just i love that and he doesn't even see it sometimes himself he's like no I'm, you know whatever he's just like that and it's I love it. It's like, yes, I can relate to that because I don't feel like enough sometimes. And then everybody like just tells them like, no, dude, you're good. And we, we see the boy wonder all the time. And it's like, love it. Exactly. Are you ready to dive in? I am. All right. Well, let's dive in. Nightwing is back. His drive to keep Bloodhaven safe has never been stronger, but his adoptive city has elected a new mayor with the last name Zuko. When Nightwing enlists Batgirl's help in investigating a politician bearing the same name as the man who murdered his parents, she unearths details that will shock and fundamentally change the hero. All right, well, before I get into like asking you first impressions of this, there's a couple of different things I want to talk about with this. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know about the status quo before like this book came out? No, actually, I did not. I didn't know much because i've been like off and on with like comic books even with like the store even with like dc stories like i only really just finished injustice like us like six months ago (laughs) it's kind of something like that and not even finished it just like i caught up to where i was originally because i just i forgot where i was and just restarted the whole storyline and i need to i still need to like completely like read every read a little bit more into it but i i'm not caught up <laughs> i don't know what, what i'm missing no actually i fucking love injustice like something about the fact that that book was like the stories tom taylor that was writing writing and everything was only made just to sell comics for the game and then became actually fucking good awesome and i only read like year one of uh injustice but i really want to get more into it and the fact that you actually brought up my next piece Tom Taylor wrote this. This is like the beginning of his like run that's still going on today. Uh, And I think I want to say, yeah, it's still ongoing right now. And I don't know, like, I don't know. There's a lot of like uh, shit. There's a lot of things I want to say, like, seriously. Right. Um, uh, The soups, the status quo was that basically Dick Grayson, he was shot in the head and it caused him to have amnesia. During the time he was riding around and he wasn't called Dick, he was called Rick. And he shaved his head, um, and he had his own little adventures and shit like that. Weird shit, if I'm not mistaken. It was an editorial decision. I could be wrong, though. Who knows? Uh, but ultimately, right before this happens, Dick gets his memories back, and he's, like, back to being himself. And, like, this book kind of felt like a homecoming of sorts. Like, it just felt like an embracement of Nightwing, like, had all the good shit and like right off the bat, I fucking just loved it. Like, what was you? Th- what was your thoughts when you like first read this? Oh yeah, I immediately start as soon as I started reading it. Um, I immediately kind of fell in love with it again. And I was like, oh, this is the Nightwing that I remember from when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like he, but he's matured. You know, as he's grown 
as the as the comics have grown in age and like there's more stories added to nightwing's repertoire you start seeing these like like pieces of his own character because like before you could obviously pick like oh he's just batman but kind of like a little more upbeat Mm -hmm. and over time you kind of see like oh it's not he's not batman he's dick grayson a thousand percent like you see the personality of dick grayson bleed in a nightwing almost where you kind of forget where nightwing starts and dick grayson begins this book did a really good job just like really throwing you in there and shit. Like like you were saying, this is Nightwing through and through. And I think the thing that I really liked about this is the fact that like it literally is a good jumping on point for anybody who's just interested. Yeah, there's instances where we're going to have questions about, oh yeah, what happened previously? But it does it in such a way where it's just like, I got you. Like you're here, I'm here, we're on for the ride. And this literally feels like a book that was put together by people who fucking love Nightwing. That's even down to the fucking art. I was on Twitter, like, typing this whole thing up about, like, just while I was reading it and everything. And just having my my reactions as I was reading. And I gotta say, the thing that kept fucking gushing over is this fucking art. Uh, Bruno Redondo is the artist of this book. And, like, this art. I'm still thinking about it. There's fucking splash pages and then just colors galore, which I forgot the color is, but I'll figure it out. I'll add that in post. But um, just the art was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first thing that really got me when I like first read this because I remember seeing it in passing uh, when it was already coming out. And I already was like kind of interested because of like the art or whatever, but just it was like that was kind of the selling point for me. And then even down to the writing. What was your thoughts on the art? I love the art actually it's definitely one of the more like visually like pleasing comics i've seen in a long time um because a lot of times it's like a muted kind of there's still like those vibrant colors that are there especially with nightwing mm-hmm. but <clears throat> everything's still kind of like muted but at least with this it's explosive it's very expressive there's nothing bleeds together you know, it doesn't feel like, oh, you know, your eyes don't get, like, tricked where there's some colors kind of, like, look very similar and you can't tell if they're darker or lighter or whatever. But with this, everything was really striking. Everything was, like, just crisp and clean, and I love it. Yeah, I think crisp <clears throat> and clean is, like, the best thing to say because, like, it's very distinct. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's a couple of different artists who they can work on whatever fucking comic book and I can instantly be like, huh, yeah, I know there's that artist instantly. But then it's also like, yeah, but like there's a hero that I primarily think about when I think of this artist. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Bruno Redondo may become that for Nightwing. Because even this figure that's like right here on the microphone, Mm -hmm. he's based off of Bruno's, um, Bruno's art. And just like, I don't know, like just the art was so fun. Like, I can't do this justice, which is why right now there's stuff on the screen. I can't see it, but you guys will. Okay. There's stuff on the screen showing the art. But like, it's down to the fact that there's like fucking diagrams. Like, whenever his Nightwing is doing some cool shit, it's almost like we get like a moment where it's like showing step by step of the cool shit that he's doing. But like, I know, I know I'm saying this and it's probably sounding kind of weird, but like, no, it literally is. And it's so fucking cool. I think what really helps it as well, too, is just the writing. I know we touched on it a little bit ago, but, like, it's just unapologetically just Nightwing. 
even down to like what you were mentioning, John, about how like all the fucking heroes were going to save Dick because they thought something was wrong. I got to say, I put in my notes here, Batman don't play about his fucking son. Yeah, that's his son. Like, Batman doesn't fucking play about his son. Like, the way that the panel, like, you know the part where his, like, where the panel was, where he was looking, like, angry and shit? Mm-hmm. I just love it. I really, I really do. Um, So, when it comes down to the writing and everything, like, what was your, like, thoughts you had on the writing or whatever? I, I liked it. It, it added a lot of like mystery. I definitely need to catch back up because I, the main villain, not, not, um, Blockbuster. Like, I know Blockbuster. Heartless. I don't, yeah, I didn't know Heartless. I was like, why do I not remember? I don't remember if he's new. He's older. new. He is. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, oh my God, is my memory that bad that I can't remember him? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I liked Heartless. I liked his concept. I liked the design he had when, um, you know, you you get that that really candid shot of him um, with the flames behind him, and you can kind of see like half of his half of his design, but you can kind of put two and two together and figure out the rest of the design. I really liked it. I really thought Melinda was going to be heartless, but like like what my first time reading, I thought Melinda was going to be heartless. Uh, which I mean, technically, we don't know who it is based off of this first volume. And Soups were primarily just talking about the first storyline, which is leaping into the light. And, like, yeah, I think Heartless was a good villain, but we really haven't talked about the real villain in this story, John. The real villain of this fucking story is those damn kids and teenagers. Because this whole book fucking opens up with, like, which, amazing opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opens up with fucking um, Dick standing up to a bully, and he's talking about how he hates bullies. And the kid, because they're, like, little kids at this point, then says something on the lines of, uh, shit. He just said basically, says something about how Dick's parents died just right then and there. Yeah, just out of pocket stuff. Like, like I have in my notes, I was like, oh shit, you would have been dead. And I'm sorry. Right. Like, yeah, the flying grace, the flying Graysons guess they couldn't fly after all. Like, th- like, come on now. Like, that shit. Okay, that's fighting words right there. And then on top of that, in the first page, damn no right i was like oh yeah kids kids can be fucking cruel as fuck and then we that's also followed by the fucking group of teenagers in present day trying to kick the dog and also pop a cap in its ass i know that that caught me off guard i was like whoa like i i understand you got to show them doing some like heinous stuff to really like emphasize the bully aspect but shooting the dog come on (laughs) Exactly. It you know it just I don't know. I I feel like this whole episode is gonna be like me gushing, and I think probably you gushing about how good this fucking book is. Mm-hmm. But I I just I don't okay. Well, you know what? Let, let let's talk about some of the characters. Mm-hmm. So, what was your thoughts on Nightwing's characterization in this book? Do you think they like nailed it? Since you're like a bigger I, Nightwing fan, I think they nailed it. I definitely think they also tried to expand a little bit because it's better to try new stuff rather than just keep him the same character because otherwise he would just be the goody two-shoes who gets hurt looks like dashing and daring when he gets hurt and then that's it and no real like character growth at least with this it's like he shows the character growth throughout even just the the first issue 
like immediately and it's really it's it's nice it's like they tried a couple of extra things that that probably have been in other comics that i just don't didn't read um but i i I love how they did the character and it feels like an homage to the old nightwing but they're like this is what we're doing now this is new he's dick grayson but he's not the dick grayson you 100 percent know yeah it was like a back to basics but like with something new at the same time yeah i think his characterization i liked it a lot um i liked i just liked his interactions with everybody that's there though i liked that like this book really like what'd you say it felt like genuine yeah he had the genuine emotion behind his words exactly like it just felt like it felt like this was a book that was like, oh, welcome back, like a big whole thing. I know I said like it felt like a homecoming type of book, but it really did. It felt like a whole love letter to, to just Nightwing, even down to he's faced with a huge problem and question of like, I technically died. I was gone. Well, not really died, but like more like you were gone. OK, and you had a realization, have a realization of is what I'm doing actually mattering He's faced with that question, a really realistic question, and he's put in an area where it's like he wants to do more. And, you know, I think that's one of the most interesting things about this whole story. Like, it was setting up shop for, like, what this run is going to be about, but it really just made you get a better insight of, like, who he is. Like, no, one of the biggest things about this whole book that I was noticing, and let me know if you, like, peeped this, too, about the book, was that, like, there was a whole, like theme of family within this first story and it was i i think it was a little subtle but like it also was like it was heavily there it was the fact that like you really seen how dick really views the bat family you Mm -hmm. were seeing how the bat family views dick and you were seeing how like something for me that's always really interesting is when they actually take the time to acknowledge that the robins aren't just random ass kids batman picked up those are his kids and just hearing Nightwing acknowledge the fact that, like, yes, I have my parents, but Batman, he really is, like, my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something about that was really heartwarming, I think. I, when it, it was that comic panel where it's like, I had my parents, but I I have a, a, fa- I have a great father or something like that. And I was like, that, that hit deep. It's like, even though he's not related by blood to anybody in the Bat family, they're still as close as possible. Even if, even with the, um, like, near the end where they have the comic panel where they show, like, the progression of Nightwing where you see, like, he's climbing up the, up the, up the brick wall. Mm-hmm. And Alfred's, like, holding the cape at the bottom. <laughs> and it was so cute. And then it just goes up through all, like, his years of, like, changing his suit and finding himself. And then finally he feels comfortable in himself, like, being Nightwing. And he's found this, like, just where he feels like Nightwing and Dick Grayson at the same time where he, cause I, I feel like out of every one of the bat family, he's the only one to put his personality within his alter ego. Honestly. Yeah. I think he's also like technically one of the only people on the bat family who like has their own alter ego separate from the legacy. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, this, this book really hit the nail on the head a lot more during, uh, on a lot of different things. The fact that, you even had him sitting down with Superman because, like, the best way to describe Superman's relationship with Nightwing is that, like, Superman is, like, the fucking uncle. 
Like, 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 honestly, Superman is like the fun uncle to uh, Dick Grayson. Like that. That's how it was. That's the best way to describe it to me. Uh, and he'd come over every now and then. Bruce would be on some bullshit, but Superman would just be nice. Mm-hmm. Great, amazing, loved that. I would say. Um. So, what's your thoughts on Barbara Gordon in this book? I liked Barbara. Um. Weird thing is, is I'm usually never really. I'm usually never crazy about Damian Wayne or Barbara Gordon. What? In this, I those I fighting just, words. Well, okay. I like Barbara's character. I've always loved Barbara's character. I've never really personally cared for when she was Batgirl, but I prefer her as Oracle. I agree. I agree. I think she's a better Oracle than she is um, Batgirl. I agree with that. You know, actually, that's a pretty good take. I think. Uh, oh, my bad. Actually, go ahead. I thought you were going to think you were going to say something <laughs> no, no, more, was, aren't you? No, I'm sorry. That was so my thought. <laughs> oh, um, no, I agree with you on that. I feel like when they made Barbara Batgirl again, it kind of was like, like, it kind of like degressed her character almost. I don't know. Because I think the whole like her becoming Oracle and going through what had happened to her uh, and learning to get some like be something else and just growing i think it was kind of similar to how nightwing was able to make his own character outside of the legacy she was also able to do that was it through terrible circumstances yes very terrible circumstances and some may argue fridging which it kind of was in some areas uh but i think the fact that we have on the birds of prey comics where gail simone and uh, Chuck Dixon like really expounded upon that and expounded upon our role and shit like that. That really, I don't know. But I'm still kind of taking it back that you said you did not care for Barbara oh, and Damien. I, because mm. I, 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 I'm, you know me, Nightwing, so it's like when I injustice still kind of stings a little bit. <laughs> still kind of, it still kind of stings, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucker, you know. Mm-hmm. But I understand they had they. If Nightwing was there, you know that fighting would have been over within like a couple months. Honestly, because, yeah. Out of Superman can decimate and beat the crap out of Batman all he wants. You know for a fact he would not hurt hurt Dick Grayson. Like he wouldn't kill Dick Grayson. He would just probably rough him up and then probably beat himself up over it because that's like his nephew that's his favorite nephew mm-hmm. but now like should I, we do an I, injustice I, episode that's what i'm thinking maybe i think i think an injustice episode because <laughs> <laughs> i actually used to play the game a lot and i was really good at it <laughs> i never played injustice too yeah i never played injustice too like i played it in passing but I never played the story i i, I think i liked injustice 2's story a little bit more although it was a little bit more upbeat for injustice it's mm-hmm. like it was it, it, it was it's weird to explain because it's the first one is wow it's like oh this is really like heavy sometimes and then the next one is like hey you know we're just kind of banding together we know who we want to root for and everything and you fight the same like seven it's kind of the same with like more combat one right now where you just fight the same like seven guys over the course of the whole story mm-hmm. and whatnot and it's like ah you know but i was always uh, I was always Green Arrow in Injustice Two, and in Injustice One I was Nightwing, but I was never Bowstaff Nightwing because like he would click, he could click them together, 
and his moveset was nuts. <laughs> his moveset was nuts. Actually, I want to play Justice too. I, I want to play Justice. I haven't played it in so fucking long. I haven't played Gods Among Us in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been years. Me- Justice 2 is tough. I remember just playing it in past... Wait, hold up. This is a whole ass tangent. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about that after. But like, yeah. no. Um, Is that your cat? Yeah, my cat is scratching <laughs> at the door. He's like, let me in. Let me in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, okay. So there's a big retcon in this story where they brought in Melinda Zuko. Mm-hmm. I liked it. That was a really good retcon. Like, honestly, I, it, I thought it was pretty smooth. I thought it was smooth. What was your thoughts on it? I, I thought it was pretty smooth, too. Uh, I think it was definitely an interesting decision. And because I don't know much about Linda Zuko, in my opinion. Because, like, I've been off and on, and a lot of my memory is, like, dating back. She, she was like, just introduced into this, in this. Yeah. Okay, so I, like, like I said, I don't know much. So I'm, like, I don't know if the characters had previous standings before this or was mentioned in passing before. No, so, like, she was just introduced it's in, just in, in this book. Character. Yeah, brand new oh character. Oh, my God. Shows you how, how much I, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, so out of touch. But, um, no, I, I liked her. I, I, I liked I liked her character, and I liked the the attempt at a relationship. That sounds kind of weird, but I mean, like the the attempt at a relationship between her and Dick Grayson, and that connection that they seem to kind of have. Yeah, Soup's um, brother and sister relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's an interesting story too. And when, when she goes to explain like the whole like what happened or not she didn't explain it but her her mother who's also in the comic explains it um and it's an interesting story because it's like oh like at first when you're reading you're like oh my gosh like dick grayson's dad cheated on his mom we're like whoa but you go through and like like read the story and it's like oh it was before they got together so i guess it's kind of okay but at the same time it's like Ooh, that sucks you know it, it makes me wonder how much older is uh melinda like because i know okay so like she she was born first and uh we saw that like her mom was brought her back to the circus and she realized that you know he moves on and da 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 and dick was already born and it was a little bit before his parents died so like I would argue maybe like three years older. What, what would you think? Let me let me look because I think they say when she finds out she was pregnant, she says six months after like Zuko uh, snatched her up is when she like had the baby. Yeah, so so she got so she was three months pregnant. So I would say maybe. And this, he looks like he's probably like eight or not eight. I can't tell. He looks young. Yeah, but like it was around the same time where his parents got murdered. So like he should be eight, right? Yeah, I think I think it's eight. So how old does she look, though? She probably she probably looks like 11. Okay, I would say because she's not like short like Dick Grayson is like short. But she's kind of like. 
a little a little taller, so I, I don't. Just, Okay, yeah, I, 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 I can buy three years. Yeah, like two, three years. Yeah, I could buy that. I, I could buy that. Mm-hmm. I could buy that. Okay, so the final thing I want to like talk about real quick before we get into the ratings is I loved the Bat Family being in this book. They had the best fucking moments. The fact that like <laughs> Dick got his uh he got his fucking wallet stolen. And Barbara let the entire group chat know that. <laughs> I love seeing the group chat. It's like, oh. Like something about the fact that like, and mind you, this is like main continuity shit. Something about the fact that I can sleep better at night knowing that the Bat family and Batman are in a group chat. And like, I, I, I feel <laughs> like, I really do feel like Dick may be the one who be like sending the most memes in that group chat. I feel like Batman never answers, but he like, views all the shit he's a lurker yeah he just lurks he just lurks or like every now and then he'll like say something where he lets it be known oh yeah i may not say anything but i do well i do read it i do read it i do read i don't know like what 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 okay what was your thoughts on all that shit but also what are the dynamics you think are happening in that group chat oh man you you know for a fact that uh nightwing's probably like the airhead of the group He's getting yeah. at, he's getting all the jokes and they're going right over his head most of the time. Yeah, because he doesn't seem like much of a tech savvy kind of person. Um, you know, like Oracle's probably like obviously just she's probably just being herself and just texting and being like really smart and stuff. And <laughs> Damien's probably using the most like texting language, and Batman's just probably like looking there like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> Oh my god. No, I feel like Batman probably shows like the justice. No, actually, I feel like he talks to Wonder Woman and Superman about some of the shit that happens. Like, I feel like he's just like, you know, just when they're just sitting down chilling cuz all three of them are friends. I feel like they like cuz Superman has kids now. So I bet you they're just talking about their kids and he's like, "Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Clark, they sent over this. I don't know what this means." And Superman's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. In all of your infinite wisdom, we can still stump you with text language. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, like, on some real shit. I feel like that's what's going on with that. I also think... I think, as a sidebar in my headcanon, I feel like Alfred... Alfred is the person within the family who has the T on everybody, but he doesn't say anything. Oh, yeah, because, dude, he could ruin lives with what he knows. Like, he knows everything. And you know something? I feel like... I feel like Alfred knew that Dick was cheating on Starfire with Barbara and vice versa and all that other type of shit, but he just didn't say anything. That is the one thing I will never let... um, I will never let Nightwing live down. He fumbled the bag. Like a thousand percent. Oh, your team Starfire over Barbara. Team Starfire, two team Starfire, bro. Team Teen Titans, bro. No, always hit, always hits different. Nah, like, I, I I'm team Barbara. I would say I like I I think I think Barbara is probably the best fit, like personality wise and like relationship wise for for Dick. But mm-hmm. I'll always be team Starfire. <laughs> Okay, I can understand why. No, you know, speaking of ships, I saw a ship on Twitter that at first glance I was like, huh, 
But only reason why I was like, huh, was because I had to like think about, okay, your first interpretation of this character was the Teen Titans show, which arguably wasn't the best adaption of that character. And someone was talking about a ship between Starfire and Superman. And a lot of people in the comments were saying like, okay, it makes sense. Cause like Starfire is a grown ass woman, not a little kid like how she's in the show, but like, it still is like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, it's definitely a little like, uh, like I, I could see it happening in a in a very later on sense, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also you just the first thought when you think of Starfire is obviously going to be Teen Titans. Yeah, you're you're thinking of the Teen Titans, and it's like, oh, it's like. Uh... All right. Well, you got any closing thoughts on this book? Um, I. I really liked it. It was very, it was very interesting, and I'm glad you sent me over to it, and uh, I'm glad I picked it up. And I picked up the paper, the paper copy, or the physical copy, because I want to be able to like display it in my office. Awesome, awesome. And do you think you're gonna read more? Go on to the yeah. volume two. Thousand percent. Okay, okay. So out of five, how would you rate this? And do you think it's in the test of time? I'm gonna go with a four point five. I, I really liked it. I had a, I thought it was interesting. It kept me engaged the whole time. I didn't. My mind never wandered. Like usually, like sometimes when I'm reading like excessive like amounts of like reading, my mind will water wander. Like ADHD fun, you know. You're just like oh oh I'm gone. My mind's just like off in la la land. But this kept me completely engaged. Um, and I absolutely it was just a pleasure to read. Okay, so you think it's gonna stand the test of time? I I hope so. I, I'm optimistic, but you know, obviously everybody's gonna have their own opinions. Some may say like, "Oh, it was a little, little weak. It could have done a little more. Um, maybe done a bit more daring with some of the stuff they wanted to do." But I, I think I think it could. Okay, so, but why the point five? Um. It wasn't longer. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a little longer. I just. I, I was. I was so captivated by the end. I was like, I want more. And then I was like, No, it's not longer. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. For me, honestly, I think this is because I'm very. I think I've sparingly given five out of five on things, but I could be wrong. Soups, correct me if I am wrong. Uh, I would give this a five point five. Not not five point five. Oh. I would say five out of five, my bad. But uh, yeah, no, this I think will stand the test of time. And I think it's a, an amazing introduction to the character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that like if you're watching it, you're going to probably have a lot of questions about certain things that happened previously. But in all honesty, it does a good job of like filling you in little by little. Um, and it just gives you a really good idea. I feel like this would be like a good starting point for somebody. And then maybe if they want to backtrack, give them alter stuff. I think this is an amazing, captivating read, primarily because the art is fantastic. Uh, I would say the writing is really good as well, too. Um, the pacing, I would, the only if I had to say anything negative, I'd say the pacing, the pacing was really good at the beginning and the middle. I felt like towards the end of the storyline is where, like, actually, like the last issue, I would say, it got a little too fast at points. It rushed really fast. They just wanted to get it out, and I'm like, I get it, but I was captivated. I also wish they had more like um, flashbacks with like um, with Alfred and, and Dick Grayson when he was younger. 
because I really liked I really liked that dynamic they had. I loved it. Like I loved seeing um his like letter that he sent like he wrote. I was reading that. I was getting a little emotional. I'm like, damn. Oh, dude. I'm tearing up at work. I'm like, damn, is somebody cutting onions in here, man? <laughs> no, seriously. Like the uh the, the letter that Alfred like wrote him, it was just so sweet. He was just saying, I believe in you. I believe in um not just the hero, but like you. And it's even the fact that he closed ended it by saying, um, you're you're my son. Like, I love that. Like, that's just really sweet. That is really sweet. And I would say, um, because like one of the things I always said, like a lot of people have said is that like uh Nightwing was the best Robin, which honestly, you know something? It's funny that like going back to what you're talking about, how like I don't even think Dick really realizes how important a lot of people think he is. Because even down to his inner monologue where he said, Oh, Tim Drake, best Robin, which on paper, Tim Drake is better fighter, well-trained, and better detective. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, but like to a lot of other people, he's the best one because he's the one you genuinely see being his own man, doing a lot of different things. And um, and so much so that like even Superman is like, you are like one of the best of us. And just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I love seeing that Alfred dynamic. I'm on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. It was um really just emotional. This book was really about family, and I fucking loved every bit of about it. Five out of five. We'll stand the test of time. So, I guess this is like our first five out of five on five and fives, or is it not? Is it? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Soups, let me know in the comments. I guess. <laughs> but you know, the real question is, Soups, what would you rate? Nightwing leaping into the light by Tom Taylor and art by Bruno Redondo. Be sure to let us know on Instagram at Super Saturdays Podcast, TikTok at Super Saturdays Pod, and Twitter at Super Saturday PC, where your messages and reviews can make their way on the show. This is Super Saturdays. I'm Damon. And I'm John. <laughs> and where can the soups find you, John, if you want to plug anything? You can find me on Instagram at tell tellem rose or tellem rose. Uh, that's T E L dot E M dot Rose. On TikTok at Voxokami, it will eventually be changed to also tell them Rose because I'm rebranding personally. But yeah, I'll be doing my own podcast too eventually here soon. There will be more updates on that. Hopefully next time if I'm on, I'll have more of an update for that. All right. Well, see you next Saturday, Soups. Mm-hmm.